Hi everyone, this is Don King welcoming you to another episode of Outspoken. Now, earlier this week, the black race has received yet another punch in the face as the grand jury of Louisville, Kentucky has decided not to indict the officers who were charged in the death of Miss Taylor. Now, this decision comes as no surprise. Now, we are looking for answers and decisions in the wrong places. Um, as I've said before, it doesn't matter where in life or where in society we look, there is racism. Um, racism is in the courtroom. Um, the people who we are relying on to give justice, you know, they are also flawed. And um, again, we are looking for answers and we're looking for justice from the wrong people and from the wrong places. Now, the Chinese, the Indians, the Irish, the Jews, they're at a place in time that they have forgotten that they too were enslaved. Um, the Chinese and the Indians, as a matter of fact, they look at it as if um, they were not enslaved. They said they were indentured servants. Doesn't matter which way we turn the coin. Indentured servants, slavery, it is the same. So we as a black race, we can't be looking for help or for assistance from others. Now the decisions we are looking for, the answers we are looking for, they are all locked up within each and every one of us as a black race. Now, a few days ago, I had a conversation with a young man. He told me he's from Ghana. And um, he asked me where I was from. I told him I'm Jamaican. Um, he said to me, you know what? I like Jamaicans. And I said to him, why do you like Jamaicans? He said, you know what? We are the strongest. Or we came from the strongest um, set of slaves who were shipped from Africa. And for our resilience, our strength, you know, he admired. I looked at him and I said to him, you know what? I do appreciate, you know, the way you look at things and what you've said to me. But I would like to remind you that it was you, our brother, who sold us in slavery. He paused. I said, yes, slavery did not come about for black people. As many of us may believe that a black race was picked up in Africa and shipped all over the world to the West Indies, to the United States, to Brazil, just like that. No. 
the black race were enslaved because our own brothers sold us in slavery. Now, when I told that story to him, you know, he said, you know, if all of us could come together and, you know, make amends, make the wrong right, things will be much better. And I said, yes. Because we as a people, we have not come to the place and we are not at the place that we can forgive each other for the bitter history. We have not apologized to each other for the betrayal. Now, I understand and I know where our minds are, but yes, we are looking at other races. We're looking at whites and said, yes, they're the ones who had us enslaved. But please don't forget that we sold our own brothers and sisters into slavery. And for us to be looking for answers from other race, answers from someone else other than our own, that is where I believe we are going wrong. Because we are at the place wherein it doesn't matter what we do. We are still being treated inhumanely. We are still being looked down on as if we are not human beings. And that is the reason why we are treated, we are being treated the way we have been treated. Because how can a woman be in her house? It doesn't matter what the situation is. How can you be in your home, a young lady in her home, and police officers went to her home, took her life, and the only officer who was charged, he was charged for just because that he fired a shot on another on a neighbor's premises is discharged his firearm and the shot went to another premises he was not charged because of the fact that an innocent life was taken and here we are we are looking for answers from a government body which we know those answers will never be obtained the justice system doesn't matter where we are. It's corrupted. The justice system is filled with flawed people. Racist. As I've said before, 
every sector, every segment of life, there is an individual or individuals who are there for their own personal gains. And if you are in that place at the wrong time, looking for answers, looking for justice, and it's the wrong person that is there, the answer you're looking for will never be obtained. Now, as I've said, we have not apologized to each other for the betrayal we sold our brothers and sisters into slavery. They were fooled. They were told that they were going to a better place. But what better place was there? We were sold for mere trinkets, brass metals, iron, things like those, nothing of value. And here we are. We're looking for answers from sources who do not even care about our own well-being. As a black race, ladies and gentlemen, we have to start a dialogue. We have to stop talking to the wrong people and start talking, communicating with ourselves. We have to sit down, town halls, churches, wherever, and look at each other and ask the question, when you look at me, what do you see or who do you see? We have to apologize to each other for the decisions that were made by others who have betrayed us. We have to start forgiving each other of the wrongs others have committed against us. We have to start forgiving each other for the wrongs we have done to each other. I said before that black lives not only matter when it is being infringed upon, when it is taken by someone other than a, a black person, black lives matter on every angle. When our brothers are on the streets killing each other, black lives matter. We have to start talking to ourselves. A dialogue has to begin. We have to sit down with our youths and let them know that the bitterness, the anger, 
the frustration, the betrayal, all those prejudices that we have against each other. We have to have an open dialogue. There has to be a closure on the things that directly and indirectly affected us. We are at the place in society that we have to be each other keeper. We cannot rely on anyone else but ourselves. No one is going to come to our help. No one is going to come to our rescue. The government ain't going to do that. If we look on the benches, in the courtrooms, in the justice system, how many black faces are there? How can we expect to get positive results from a flawed government body? How can that be done? You know, the sad truth is that things we're experiencing now we will continue to experience them the sad truth is that there will be more Miss Taylors there will be more Mr. Floyd we have to come to the understanding that we as a people we need to be united you know it hurts to know that when you look at our black people in positions or situations or places, employment or whatever it is. And he or she is the only black person there with pride. They say, you know what? I'm the first black person or I'm the only black person. With pride, they embrace that so much because they want to be belonged. They're looking to be accepted. How can you be comfortable in your skin saying that you're the only black or you're the first black black person in that situation or who holds this office or who does that or, you know? As if you're saying that yes, this crab is out of the barrel. And this crab is now looking down on the other crabs to say, you know, I'm here. It is sad. It is sad. 
because we know it all too well. We're classified as crabs in a barrel. We do not like to help each other. And if we are not at the top or if you're not there, it doesn't matter to us who is going to or try to be there. Our help will not be given. Our support will not be there. It is sad. As a black race, let's be true to ourselves. Let's start focusing our energy on doing things or saying things or making decisions that will be beneficial to each and every one of us. We've got this mindset that if we are not being benefited from a decision that is being made or if something that is being done I'm not included in it we drop all arms as a black people our weakness is a lack of unity again a chain is as strong as its weakest link. We have to start a dialogue with each other. We have to start communicating effectively. I will forever say this. The Haitian Revolution has sent a strong message that all lives matter. Our forefathers did not die in vain. If it was not of their unity, if it was not because of the fight they put up with an unjust system, we would not be where we are today. we as a black people the fight the wars have all been fought we've got to understand that slavery yes was abolished but we are still enslaved your minds of mental slavery. The fight that our forefathers have fought for us. That legacy we should hold dear to our hearts. Don't be fooled. Our freedom was not given to us on a platter. We've heard about how Queen Victoria set us free, Jubilee, Jubilee. 
They were forced to set us free. When the entire Republic of Haiti went up in flames, the plantation system came to a crash. Ladies and gentlemen, freedom was not given to the people of Haiti. Their freedom, they fought for that. And that's why the Haitian economy and the country is so poor. Because when the French left Haiti, they took everything. And Haiti is still struggling from all these years. Where is unity? Where is our strength? Slavery was abolished because of the fight that our forefathers fought for us. No one said, okay, you've worked enough. It's time for you to go. Here is your freedom. No, it did not happen that way. Blood, sweat, tears, and death brought us to where we are today. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got another war on our hands. This time around The war that we as a black nation should be focusing and putting our attention on is the war that will unite us. Once there's a will, there is a way. We have been focusing on the wrong people to get the answers we're looking for let's start put our focuses on each other this is Don King once again thanking you for taking the time to listen to this another podcast and I hope and trust that we will start a dialogue. Please send me your comments, send me your emails to kinglinden4 at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye for now. Stay safe and God bless.